2: My talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia, 5 o'clock on this Monday afternoon. We've got a great hour ahead here, and we're going to get to some really cool Hollywood news, right,
1: guys? Well, kind of. There was, like, a lot of um, intriguing Hollywood news, I thought, on the Sunday shows yesterday because, um, you know, CBS Sunday Morning, which I know we love that show, but I didn't realize that, you know, Julia Roberts hasn't had a major network TV profile that she sat down for in 30 years. Was the last one with, what's her name? Probably mm-hmm. Barbara Walters yes. or something you like that. <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> I yes. could read your mind. <laughs> like, what's
3: what's her name? And I was just reading about her today, but and it what's was, her name? You know, it was
1: Jane Pauly, not Tracy Smith, who yes. usually does the celebrities things. And, you know, they talked about how, and I guess... Or I'd forgotten that, you know, she had moved to New York to follow her, I think it was her sister and her brother up to New York. And she wasn't even thinking about acting. And she got stopped and asked to audition for Mystic Pizza. Which was the best movie ever. Yeah, and got it. So she literally, uh-huh. a stars born overnight uh-huh. moment, the right, thing right. happening to her, not not any plan of it. So she really was an accidental Actress, yes, star. movie star, an accidental movie star. star, you know, and a
3: runaway bride, right, right. <laughs> and
1: um, anyway, I I quite enjoyed it, and you know, she and George Clooney, they're going to be doing the full court press for Ticket to Paradise, which I don't know who's putting it out, but you know, the box office is, you know, getting, um no one knows which way is up because Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Beat the fancy, you know, Ru- David O. Russell Amsterdam movie this weekend, and Bros didn't yeah, do anything. Lyle, Lyle
2: Crocodile had eleven and a half million. Well, that's because it's a kids, kids'
3: story. Kids, kids, yeah. kids, kids yeah. and the yep. teenagers. So, yep. so, you know, this comes is, out on
1: the twentieth. Yes, and it's a rom com mm-hmm. with the two of them, and you're relying on the fact that you know in real life that they're friends. But this was just kind of, uh, I thought, just uh, like you could tell that Jane had spent some time with her, that they yeah. got to this point in the conversation. Domestic arts. Roberts learned how to knit on a movie set 30 years ago. We call it our lonely meters. How lonely were you last night? i like, pull out like this much knitting. Look how lonely I was. Um, and yeah, I've been knitting ever since. I brought my knitting. I cannot wait to see this. To call it my knitting is a stretch. Oh, you've got a little tight stitch here. That's how people are going to talk about you now. Do you know what a tight knitter Jane Pauly is? Mm. (laughs) You describe yourself as a homemaker. When I'm not working, that is my full-time job. And it isn't, you know, rainbows and kittens every day. But it does bring me a lot of joy. And you do breakfast before school? I love breakfast. It's my favorite meal. My younger boy Henry, he's he's my breakfast partner. Am I right in thinking that Jane Pauley might be standing in the way of you and getting home to your family? Yeah, because right. you've got to get home, I presume, for breakfast in the morning for Henry. Yeah. Yes, we love our breakfast. Anyway, it was just they kind of had an easy. And she moved out, you know after Francisco. she met. Is she, are they, in, are, they are in San Francisco? They just did that like a few Cause years they were ago. In, um, Malibu.
3: And, and before that, they lived in um, Santa Fe, I mean, New Mexico for a long time. Yeah. So she's know. really stayed out of.
1: Yeah, and she hasn't made that many movies. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about it. Well, so anyway, so that was on CBS Sunday Morning. They have the whole but thing in, posted. How there.
3: bored were you in your trailer last night? And there was no one to make out with because it's inappropriate for us at yeah. this age. So I took up knitting. Knitting, yeah. Because Nidine, remember, <laughs> there were all those onset romances. I mean, yeah. that was
1: just how everybody. Although met that's it. how she met Danny Motor filming with Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt and George Clooney, the Mexican. Oh, he yes, was the movie. camera. Yeah. He was the camera guy, and, and he was married. And he was married to too, Vivian Velma.
3: Look at us. Oh, God. And probably her name is Veronica. Vera. Vera. A See? very low Vera.
1: Because I I Julia wore a t-shirt yes. that said a very low Vera at yeah. a coffee shop yeah. in Venice where <laughs> she knew she'd be photographed.
3: And, 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 you know, in this movie, Ticket to Paradise, Lucas Bravo, that we fell in love with the restaurant owner from Emily and, in Paris. Yes, he's in it. Caitlin. Caitlin Deaver. She's so darling. He's in
1: Smart. Mm. And she's been in. She was in Dope Sick. Yeah. Um, Billy Lord, you mm-hmm. know. Well, do you want to hear a little of, I mean, Hoda got to sit down with Julia and George in a pretty hotel suite with lots of beautiful flowers and their movie star wattage um, was on a a thousand percent. So here we go. But we are back, and it's eight thirteen now.
0: We're back with a conversation that uh, that Huda, we've we've really been looking forward to all morning. I know it was one you were looking forward to as well. Oscar winners Julia Roberts
2: and Oscar. George Clooney. You believe
1: them both in the same room? I was kind of freaking out a little bit. The superstars are collaborating once again. This time, it's their first rom com together. It's called Ticket to Paradise. So these two play a divorced couple who rushed into marriage to try to save their daughter from making the same mistake. Of course, George and Julia are close friends. And let me tell you, they are just as hilarious <laughs> in real life as they are in this movie. <laughs> Ticket to Paradise is Julia and George's first romantic comedy together and their sixth collaboration. Wow, you I didn't clean know up that.
2: Pretty good.
1: It's a friendship that has spanned two decades. When you saw the script, were you like, this is us? like the two of us are going to do this. It was at the same time. It was really simultaneous. We both got sent the script. We both said, well, if if you do it, I'll do it. You learned that to make me look bad. You don't need my help there. Uh, Best part about working with Julia Roberts on this movie. Go. The money. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs)
2: That's, it. that's perfect, that's it. though. The money. I realized that they must have been from Oceans 11, 12, 13. Yes, yes, yes. And then projects. they did
3: Forget the Money or Ticket to Money or something. That was about kind of a good movie. A New York money a laundering heist. heist. Yeah. yeah something. Something. So they've been in movies together yeah. for a while.
1: But they were just, they were, they had a very easy camaraderie. But I was like, yeah, I was feeling Yehuda because it, it's like, that's ooh, both of them together. But they are so comfortable with each other. They they make the interview, whoever you're sitting with. Two of the
2: best smiles in Hollywood, though. Yeah, no kidding.
1: (laughs) No (laughs) kidding. And then, okay, so now flip the dial back to CBS Sunday morning. So John David Washington, Denzel uh, Washington, and his wife Paulette's uh, son, you know, he, I think the first time I saw him in anything was Black Klansman. Yes, you yes. know? Yeah. Okay. And um but he's was in tenant.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. also in this bomb I never Amsterdam. Saw Did you guys ever see that
3: movie? Yeah, mm-hmm. that
2: was the first movie, remember, to come back to theaters yes, in the yeah. pandemic. That was like the first and you one. went. I went, yeah, I saw it. It was yeah. good. It was a little little confusing at times, yeah. but still good good movie.
1: Casey watched it for me and told me about it and, and I'm not gonna watch it. No. Yeah. But uh he's in Amsterdam. You know, he's hot right now. Yes. And he is making his Broadway debut in a revival of August Wilson's The Piano Lesson. And um, honestly, it'll be interesting to listen to him. He, to me, he sounds so much like his dad oh. Denzel. All right, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, here we go. I'm comfortable up here. I'm, uh... Some would say the
2: 38-year-old was born to act. His mom, Pauletta, is an actor, and so is his dad, a guy named Denzel.
1: My father, he walked me around these streets when he was getting yes. ready for Shakespeare in the Park, you know hmm. Richard III. And I used to love when
2: he would recite his lines. At first, John David did not follow in his father's footsteps. He went to Morehouse, the historically black college in Atlanta, on a football
0: scholarship. What motivated it really was uh, independence, hmm. was my own name, was being able to carry my own weight in my, li- in my life. Even right. though I was hiding what I really wanted to do, I- it gave me an identity. You were hiding what you really wanted to
1: do. Because of who I'm related to. My my mother is an extremely talented artist, and my father is one of the greatest of all time. He's my favorite actor. I was intimidating when we are in the comforts of my own home and with the family. I felt comfortable, but then when I get to the outside world, it it didn't seem as simple to just pursue it. And I felt football would change that narrative when they saw me play ball. It didn't quite work out that way. Oh.
3: he was good in high school i do remember yeah, that yeah. yeah i do remember but that but i
1: mean and to sound so much you know like your your father oh. and he really is a very good actor yes, he and is. his dad of course you know has notoriously loved doing he does broadway, he does broadway here and, broadway and there yeah. he loves theater. and so theater. yeah is, and we it, can
3: see why remember
1: yeah oh god mhm Anyway. It's much more
3: exciting to have a live stage, yeah, you know, to have live audiences,
1: right? Yeah. And anyway, he just sounds so much like his oh, dad, know, he really right? does. Yeah, oh. so I could see how that'd be intimidating to be the son of. Yeah, it opens doors, but it's also like, well, we don't need Denzel Jr.
2: Yeah, or, you know, exactly. or like his own identity, you know. Yeah, like how said are with you different football, from your dad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. So I like that he did his own thing, but come back to acting because I'm sorry when your dad, who is a great actor, is. You know, gone from this world. I would love to see this old John David Washington and get the feels of yeah. Denzel. You know, thirty years from now, It'd right. be Great.
1: He's anyway, good. and you know, I always love how you know he pays. He always mentions his mama first, mm-hmm. Pauletta. because mm-hmm. she was an actor, but she stepped away too to raise the kids. Right. I I want to say they met on stage, but
3: I feel like they, they did too. Lord. Or They've met known in each the business, other, yeah, yeah for a long, long time. Long time.
1: Mm. Um, it's time for the. She girls. was in
2: Philadelphia.
1: Hi, that's, yes, and she yes. was. She
2: was known for Philadelphia, and so was Denzel. They were in because Denzel. That's right. That's probably where they met.
1: Probably, I bet that's where they met. Oh, we met Denzel on Glory with oh. Matthew Broderick. That's the first oh. time. That's when we fell in love with Denzel Washington. Oh. Is that incredible? True. Oh yeah. Story, Civil War story. He was in, a, story. in
3: um, The Pelican
1: Brief with Julia Roberts. That came, Remember? yeah, after, but Glory movie. is where we Glory met. is fantastic. That's where we met Denzel, yep, was I feel fantastic. Like.
2: I take it back. They've been married since 83, and Philadelphia came out in 93. No, so, I was going to say yeah, that, that movie. doesn't make any sense. An, yeah, yeah that's, sorry mm-hmm. for the, that's okay. the mislead there. But. That's okay. All right, yeah.
1: listen, All right. we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert.
2: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
0: Hello, Holly, and welcome back. Greetings and salutations, Lori and
1: Julia. Jeez. The dirt is still here.
0: <laughs> the dirt is still, still here. Still happening. And from what I could garner, the dirt was happening while I was away. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but let's get to today's dirt, and that's concerning Danny Masterson, who is now on trial for rape, and Scientology is now in the spotlight.
1: Oh, wow. And,
0: start, did it start today? Because he tried over and over to have it postponed. A pre-trial hearing happened last okay. week, and when that happened, an L.A. County Superior Court judge, judge reportedly said about the proceedings, this is not going to become a trial on Scientology. Mm -hmm. Now, it's impossible to avoid.
1: It is because all the women are from Scientology or were from Scientology.
0: Exactly. Now, uh, the judge has indicated that she will allow some testimony about Scientology's practices, including if it played a role in why the accusers delayed going to the police.
1: I really hope that they subpoena Mike Rinder. He rewrote right. the playbook for how to smear people right. um, that made right. accusations. Well, he could be subpoenaed, you know?
0: Yeah, he very well could be, but no word on that. And you guys yeah. talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that, his, so his
1: book, oh, wow. I mean, yep. you know, his story is so unbelievable. But it's it is it is Scientology, somewhere people are taking their, you know, Their stomach and rollades and everything. People are having a lot of you know bubbly stomachs over this because this is going to get, this is going to lift some ugly lids that Scientology would like to keep closed.
0: Sure. Now, do you think that something like this would lead to the ultimate demise of Scientology? Or well, it should
1: lead to an investigation as to you know looking at their tax-exempt status and somebody deciding to invest, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It, like, that's the that's where yeah. they got in on the scam, and that's what, where they should go out on the scam.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, just to, my own opinion is that when that tax-exempt status is removed, there goes the organization, yes. because at, at, at right now it's just a real estate holding. Yes. It is. The organization. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. as far as the accusations against Scientology, they are going to play a role, because previously, one the accusers in this trial who is referenced as Gen B t- All
2: these crazy alien stories can't be true can they? Hey Stephen Diener host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts
0: Testified that she was afraid to go to the police because Scientology could label her a suppressive person. That's right,
1: and she'd have to be cut off from all of her family.
0: Yep, Right, she said my parents would have to disown me, and my friends and everyone I knew would disown me, and I couldn't speak to them. So, uh, you know, and one of the things that uh, Mike Rinder talks about in the book is, you know, you have a legal situation. They don't want you to go through authority channels. They mm-hmm. want you to handle it yourself, and you'll be excommunicated if you handle it in a way that is not appropriate by the church
1: mm. and so someone like danny masterson who you know maybe that that's his thing is like i'm going to go after people who are not going to be able to go back right. after me right right vulnerable people well, and usually so people do in these yeah cases. but yeah, i mean yeah. you know there it is right there in right. scientology right
0: mm, mm. well this is going to be something that we're going to be paying very close attention to
1: i wonder if bijou phillips will show up to the courthouse Oh my gosh, yes, they're married, That's right? That's right.
0: Yeah, you know, and if any any high-profile Scientology members will be even saying anything about it, I suppose I'm going to def- say
1: no because yeah. there's too many women and it's rape allegations and they have a lot of legs to their testimony. And so I think I think Danny has spent a lot of money trying to legally dodge his way out of this, but no luck. This is going to trial.
0: Oof! Yeah, well, we'll move on from the Danny Masterson trial to uh, some concerning personal news regarding NeNe Leakes. She says that her son, Brent, is recovering after hospitalization for heart failure and a stroke. Oh, my. Her
1: youngest ago, son? Her youngest son, he's 23. The one we know from uh, the show. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I didn't even know a 23-year-old could have a stroke.
0: Yeah, no, she gave a promising update on Brent's health. Uh, he was hospitalized last month with congestive heart failure oh. and a stroke. At 23. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it happened two weeks ago, and he's only 23. You know, Nini said he's really young for something like that to happen to him, and this is no way, she said, I wanted it to come out, but we want to be able to talk about it ourselves when Brent was in a better place. So here she is because she would rather to correct things than something that's not correct. So he is struggling with speaking, but Nini says that uh, he has shown some improvement, and they're really happy and blessed for that.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah, that's really terrible. young.
0: That is that's That's really young. Yeah, very young. So, uh, well wishes to Brent and NeNe and their entire family. That is quite something to go through. Uh, Devil in the White City. We're getting, you know, that adaptation of that novel with... Uh, Are Leonardo we getting Kev- it? Well, yeah. last week Variety reported that Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. wasn't going to be starring in it anymore. And now the director, Todd Field, is exiting the project, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So our hearts were uh, crushed when Keanu left. And uh, so obvious, creative differences. This is a powerful
3: book people
0: love.
1: People love. Did you read this book, Holly?
0: I didn't, but it's one of those that at some point I want to get around to. It seems very scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and also based on... I started it years ago.
3: It's, Years ago. Yeah,
1: it's people, people love that book. I remember when Donnie read it and he was just like, it's so good. And I've read other stuff by that author and, um, I, yeah, then we heard about this. This show has been kicking around for a long time. Yeah, development heck, as they like to say in what Hollywood. What
0: do they call it? Well, development hill. Yeah, that's <laughs> where it's been. Yeah. Now, Todd Field, he's the director of the new movie Tar that stars Kate Blanchett. And by all means, this that is going to be Kate Blanchett's Oscar to lose. It looks, I saw it a looks, preview. Yeah, wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, she was wow. on CBS yeah. Sunday morning last wow. week. It looks very good.
0: Yes. Yeah, and Todd Field is the director of that. So he's very busy and probably is like, maybe I want to explore my options right, right. now that I am on this hot movie. Uh, yeah, Tar looks amazing, and I can't wait to see it. I just need to get your opinions on Madonna throwing her underwear.
1: Well, we decided we had to we cracked the Madonna code. I yes. said she's playing games with her 10-year-old daughters and julia had another theory for the madonna code what's your theory
3: my my thing about her just everything lately is that she starved herself and worked out 24 hours 22 hours a day for 35 years yeah on her microbiotic diet she never let the sun see her skin she never relaxed she was always working she was always doing something and now she's starting to be, re- she's been relaxing, relaxing for six years mm-hmm. and eating and having fun and being happy. And she's drinking. And yeah. I think that leads to drunking, drunk fiddling. <laughs> you know, we used to have dr- drilling, yes. drunk emailing. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. But there were no
1: photos. Right. But now
3: this. You know, there's photos attached, yeah. so you have and to live with that. And it's
1: easy not to look drunk, too, because she's doing extreme stuff, bleaching your eyebrows, And the extreme hair. filters. And then she's playing in her grandmother's yeah. closet with her corset, and she's got her big <laughs> pajama <laughs> pants on, and she looks like she's going to fall over backwards. <laughs> oh god so there we spent a little time on out yeah we did spend some time <laughs> on madonna trying to understand her because psyche. she's been such a she is an amazing person and so yeah we just wondered probably little... somewhere in the middle is the i truth. think i think so yeah you guys are absolutely right the, yeah. Do you, think? you have cracked the madonna code Maybe. somewhere
0: in there is the truth yeah well and by all means i hope that madonna is having a good
1: time She seems like she is, and I was laughing at people. Madonna comes out as gay, and I'm like, come on, editors, try harder. Be better (laughs) with your headlines, you know? Yeah, yeah. Madonna teases us, has fun. You know, like, it doesn't seemingly come out as gay because... Even her joke, if I miss this, I'm gay. I mean, if you think about that too long, it makes your head hurt. Yeah.
0: So yeah. we'll move on. Uh, a little <laughs> last uh, casting news uh, coming over the wire this afternoon. Jamie Dornan, Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh, and Jude Hiller joining Kenneth Branagh in a new Agatha,
3: Agatha Christie mystery called A Hunting in Venice. Boy, there's oh. a lot of these going on. Oh. I just hope this one's good. Because yeah. Amsterdam is kind of that whole Agatha Christie feel, and that stunk, apparently. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, I think Chris Hewitt would argue that that was nowhere near. Near Agatha Christie level. But Amsterdam. I mean, you know... With just a lot of characters, yeah. does it make an Agatha Christie All Julia? Right. Well, have you been
3: on a train, it would have. I've got to tell you that. <laughs> I've got to set the record, I've got Holly, the train. On There's <laughs> your own address when you need it. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> All, right, All right, see you later.
2: All right, Grant, let us know about the traffic. Yeah, guys, thanks, Holly, for that dirt alert. Thank you for coming back, too. It's been uh, good to have you back here.
1: Uh, I just love an obvious... Story that has a great ending. ending. Oh, yeah. all
3: right. Okay. <laughs> Can and, I just interrupt one second and let yeah. people know? We're giving away wild tickets next um, within the next half hour. Okay. So stay tuned. Okay. All right.
1: So, well, better be less than a half hour, girly, because it's 25, too. All right, in the next okay. 25 minutes. Okay, okay. so, um, and the headline is, um, condoms may go on penises, but they're not a product just for men. And Ayo. because it's true, you know, every, all hands are on deck, so to speak. And well, so yes. these best friends quit their jobs in 2017 okay. to start a game changing condom company. And it was because one of the gals couldn't take the pill. And the only contraception she had was she had to buy condom. Sure. And she was going she lives in the uk so mm-hmm. this is a uk company but right. they've got online but she was in line buying these you know ribbed try whatever they were right, right, right and her boss was right there and she's just like you know why are these marketed this way why are these things why is this this manly sure. thing and they're made out of things that don't smell good or that are like too Wet or have some kind of a thing that give you a thrush or UTI or, sure you know, a lot of condoms are not comfortable. And so they, her friend was a gynecologist.
3: Okay. Oh, perfect. And she's
1: like, could we come up with a condom that would feel good both directions? Sure. And she said, and also, does it have to be such penic... Penis-centric messaging when just as many women buy condoms. condoms. And why are all these gross chemicals on these condoms and they're being billed as, you know, this, that, or the other thing? And they're called... The whole thing about a common is for men,
3: condom, it's marketed towards men 100%.
1: Yes. So they were like, this is ridiculous that we don't have this and Mm -hmm. we're going to come up with an idea. We want to simply have condoms that no one is embarrassed to buy. Okay. And they didn't want them to be garishly packaged. They didn't want them promoting a man's conquest. Yes. They wanted things that were kinder to the body. Yes. Wherever the penis is going with the condom on and kinder to, of the to the planet. I know yes. Grant's laughing over okay. there. yes. Because when they say, like, this condom will make you last longer in bed, it will have something... On it that is going to irritate the hell out of exactly your little flower, exactly. your little canal, yep. wherever it's going, it's going to be irritating. It mm-hmm. can cause thrush or UTIs. Okay, the so
2: chemicals are a big part of it.
1: yeah, thing. yeah. So they're always geared. So it's called Hanks. Love it. H a n x. That's how Tom Hanks signs all of his Twitter. Like Hanky Hankies. Like Spanks. Like, like Spanx. Yes. And, uh, it's a, it's, it's a upgrade, you know, it's natural, sustainable. Uh, they don't have, they're clean scented. So that rubbery smell that often puts people off of using them. And, and, um, they said, they just said people are like, they've just had no problem. People have been so happy, happy to get it. And it's, they're all vegan. So a lot of condoms have something. An animal byproduct. I don't dare you to Google it, but it's called casein. Mm-mm. Okay. And so this is made from, re- um, how should I say it? Responsibly sourced latex. Mm-hmm. And it's these, these little rubbers, these condoms, these johnnies, as they say across the pond, Hanks. have been certified by the Vegan Society. Oh,
2: nice. And these are Hanks, right?
1: Yes. H A N X. Mm-hmm. And, and you go to Hank's Official.
2: I wonder, I'm just curious how if, they, if like, we can buy them in stores here or no, if they're just like online. No, I think you
1: have to order them online. And, you know, they're ultra-thin, vegan, and, you know, that's kind of a...
3: And, you're... and the other thing that they give you is the pro tip, because I'm on a Hank's yes. their website, mm-hmm. is um, oil-based... Um, lubricants can break down the latex so you should make sure that you're using a lot of base
1: for god's sakes yeah. people don't use baby oil it no. is a terrible lubricant that's what we're talking about here baby oil is baby oil saying? is not a lubricant no yeah. that'll give you thrush too what is thrush <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, too it's much. where it's where damp warm things live okay
3: <laughs> Uh, kind of like
1: moss, I
3: guess. <laughs> okay, kind of like moss. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, yeah. babies I get dan-
1: thrush sometimes in their mouth. I've never heard of thrush. Well, well, I don't know. I've never heard of this. Well, you're, I'm glad that your little flower hasn't had to I deal with had thrush. thrush.
2: Yeah, so a lot of great reviews on the website. Yes, I mean, my people God.
1: are so happy about this because that is a thing condoms you know? without Hot. the ick, yeah, without I the irritation it. and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is great, yeah, it's very. Very nice and yeah, brilliant girls. And so the ladies, the besties, Dr. Sarah Welsh and F- Farah Kabir have been friends since they were kids. They're cute. Anyway, it made me think of our nipple yeah, story, Julia. Like it just came out of, it's cool. Out of like, you know what? And the one gal couldn't, she was like, that all she could get was condoms. She's like, why are these condoms so dumb?
3: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that.
1: Okay. Now, do you love That's this? Great. A woman has created TripAdvisor for exes. So people can rate their past loves. It's called okay. the ex-boyfriend list. Oh, now you can't give any of their you can't contact give names. Sure, right. his name you and can? where he's from. Yeah, but that's it. But no last names Birds. or phone. You leave detailed reviews. Oh my You can gosh. search by name. Well, because people were like. There are, scammer. mm-hmm. well, there so are scammers. Well, so this would be something there.
3: like on Tinder or something like that, where you could say that your experiences with certain people on it. it no, no, no. This is called the ex-boyfriend list. Oh, yeah. This
1: really? is a, a real kind of like
2: rate my professor. Yeah, what to look out for for All certain right. men in certain areas.
1: She started it back in two thousand and eight, but um, yeah, there are people that are like uh, you know prolific, and so like. Anyway, but, you know, people, yeah, share stories of cheating and people being bad and bad, and you, uh, you know, it's not vetted, so it's like du moi in that that thing, Mm -hmm. but still... Just think about it, if somebody had scammed you, and there was like a place where you could warn sure, somebody 100%, off. The Tinder
2: swindler, sure. you could have gotten his name out there much the sooner. The Tinder swindler,
1: oh, that's gosh. right.
2: You know, I mean, there are a lot of men out there that will use those platforms oh. to be debaucherous, horrible. We human we beings. saw
1: the grifters, okay. We know about people who live the grift, yeah. okay. They they live the grift. It's men and women, and it's all about the con. It's unbelievable. It's terrible. I just you know? don't
3: know how people can do that. Do you remember that right? movie though? Know, that Net Benning and totally. Angelica
1: Houston. In Wasn't and John Cusack John Cusack yeah. was in it, and you never mm-hmm. knew who, and you just think, oh my god, and you never know who was Conning, who who was the grifter. Never knew, never knew. Hanks, H A
3: N X. They're condom. pretty, they're yeah. pretty, yeah. And you could have them in your purse, and they don't look like you know.
1: They, yeah, they, and they're yeah. also, they're, you're probably going to have a better orgasm there with you these go. condoms.
3: There you go. All right. Well, okay,
1: I'm just going to say that. It seems that way. It seems like all of that because all that rubbery smell, everything, that just already, your lady boner is going away, just smelling that, smell. that smell. Here,
3: here's the good <laughs> news. Here is the good news. The Minnesota <coughs> Wild are supposed to have a really great hockey team this yes, year. Yes, yes. Opening night is this mm-hmm. Wednesday night. But we're giving tickets away to a future game, Um, the 7th caller at 651-641-1071. Give us a buzz. You will get Minnesota Wild tickets. Be Minnesota
2: Wild winner. Annette, who is a big, big fan of you 2 for sure. She's oh been listening gosh. forever. Annette in Blaine is real excited oh to go my to the gosh. Wild Annette, game, so. and
3: what's the date of the Wild game again? The
2: Wild game is October 20th against Vancouver, so it's going to oh. be, you know, we've got a couple, about 10 days here away from that game, but we'll be giving them away all week long. We've got four more pairs, so if you didn't win tonight, we had a lot of callers call in. Don't worry, you've got more opportunities
1: the rest oh, of the week. Oh, yeah, every day this week. Um, there It's there it is so guy centric. I always tell women that is a great place to go and flirt. <laughs> there's all kinds of guys there. True. All kinds of guys. There's really there really is. It's a, a hotbed. They do a lot of lady singles nights there. Yeah, for they the do wild. Dude. I mean They're good at that. Kind I of like, like with it. football. Yeah.
3: So many more women. I yeah. don't know if they do fantasy leagues and hockey like they do in football, but so many more people are interested in, you know. I advise getting light. some
1: nice disposable thongs and putting your phone number on them and pressing them into <laughs> the hands of hot men. I like. have customized, we have customized
3: Minnesota Wild jerseys. Yes, oh, we you do. Got, you yeah. guys did
2: drop the puck and they gave
1: you guys the no. jersey? No, they just showed up in the mail. And it oh. says
3: our name and then it says FM
1: 107. Yeah, that's really But that's cool. okay. Yeah, you know what I? um, It has our name though. I don't like. I wish it didn't. You know, even though I was a a hockey girlfriend, Julia, I never was into wearing jersey. I uh, I didn't like that fabric feel. Well, you wear a shirt underneath it, Lori. Yeah, I know, but I just didn't like it. Now, can I just tell you about the one sex thing that I didn't get to? But I'm wondering. (coughs) Thank you. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm surprised she's not charging. $398 Three hundred ninety-eight for what she says this device can do. She's only charging it's ninety-eight. Funny. It's called Heart throb. <laughs> but it's shaped like a heart. Julia, it's a flicker, and it's got two motors. But it's oh. shaped like
3: a heart, Lori. It's a funny shape. Julia is. See.
1: Yep, Julia's not. What am I missing? You can look at it. What is uh, a flicker? I, you know. It, are you really going to
3: make me explain I'm thinking flicking? of a lighter. I don't know flicking and I didn't know threshing or whatever Maybe that I last Maybe you heard.
1: have another name for it. Okay. All right, I'm going to Google it okay. myself. But, uh, <laughs> Just look at the screen
2: right now. Yeah, yeah. No. And Julia, okay. I mean, you know, flicking, Wait.
1: flicking, it's a Show mainstay of many sexual encounters, okay? But, but it's what? in the shape of a heart. But it, yes, something but that's comes how it f- folds perfectly into you. Flicking, and it also works in water. Now, I've to me, me, I'm like, I'm, I'm so shocked confused. she's not selling this for $398 it's only $98 mm-hmm. if you you know I'm like God, maybe isn't it she's... called a flicker vibrator it's called the heartthrob if you're listening I know,
3: but if, if, if you wanted to buy one of these
1: I...
2: the heart throb,
1: yeah probably I don't know she's probably copying somebody I mean you know somebody else but uh, anyway it just was like and it has a hundred different settings which that right there that right there makes me skeptical you know
3: I saw this last week and I couldn't figure out how Two it Two motors in 100 different <laughs> settings. I couldn't figure this Julia, out. Julia,
1: we before it gets embarrassing. <laughs> because you're aqua- a lot of people. I am not. Lori, you, you're acquainted with the action? Yes, I am. Not the word. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're acquainted with the to flick, you know what that means. Uh-huh. But sexually flicking, this word has somehow escaped you. It's not a word, it's like I remember when I tell you about teabagging. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> These, you know, that was not a
2: bad uh, purchase for the old relationship. I'm just saying. Yeah. So they anyway, other versions of
1: them. when yeah, there are a lot. and you don't have to pay $98. No. But anyway, I knew she copied somebody, but I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she's not charging us a premium for something with a hundred settings, two motors and can work underwater. <laughs> okay.
3: I just came across the funniest website.
1: Oh, I'm sure you did. I, me too. I'm, I'm, worried. Sure I'm like you I'm get. at work. Oh, I'm like, oh joy, god, what? I'm I? sex
3: toy flicking the bean. Yeah, that's yeah. Why,
2: that's why I, I didn't know if I could say flicking the bean. Yeah, Thank I you. don't even know,
1: Julia, yeah. Julia. Julia, you are illiterate when it comes to. I'm not. Um, bliterate. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. trying to speak in sexual code. i <laughs> Read I'm between not. the lines. Uh, no, I know you're not. You're unfamiliar with the. I'm on la- the, the language. language. Yeah, there we go. You know what it is. You've done it. You've been there. But yet, you never knew that's what but it was called. I am called. speaking for our listeners right
3: now who have no clue, like me. Oh, Yes, you are. Yes.
2: you got
1: to speak up for the... That's yes.
3: true.
2: Make it make it uh, make sense.
1: Okay. Um, listen. People Google it when you get home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh not my weird God. driving. I mean, that means you haven't even read, like, I mean, I'm really surprised that you didn't read it. In one of your bad romance books that you've my read. My
3: romance books don't... I don't read those anymore, Lori. I have so many damn books to read
1: for this show. I don't have no, time. Oh no, but that you wouldn't have read that a while ago, you know, but it just didn't stay they didn't with have, didn't describe it They better. didn't have
3: batteries in the 1700s. Right, that's
1: true. <laughs> no,
3: but there I mean... There was no electricity to plug anything in. The yeah, end. they
1: described it in different ways no, it in was, those books. they yeah, didn't yeah. have
3: toys back then. They just yeah. had
1: horse rides. Right. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. It's kind of where the intersection of sports and um celebrity and gossip interchange. But Kim Kardashian um during the game, whatever game that she It was the, the Rams the, the, versus the uh not a lucky charm boys. for them, I'll say that. But anyway they show they said and Kim Kardashian's and she got loudly booed. And I wanna know, is being booed at a football game a huge compliment? No. Is that?
2: Nope. That's a that's a... Uh, I thought it
1: meant like, you're super-duper famous. But I'm going to tell you, right before that, they showed John
3: Legend was there. I mean, so we're in L.A. It's like a Dodgers game. Every celebrity yeah. goes yeah. to these nope. games, and she brought her bo- her little boy, Saint. Yeah, no. They show everybody. But, they,
2: but that, that when you get booed, if you hear like a ooh because it's tied to the name, like Lou Ford, we used to go Lou. Right, or Bruce. Or Bruce. Bruce but yeah. but no. This when, was a
1: visible boo, and I thought maybe was, that's a compliment no. when you're super-duper famous.
2: No, that's that's just L.A. Like, oh, saying. Luckily, your son
1: didn't realize it. I he think they raving. were booing her guy, her husband. No, he wasn't
2: there. He I wasn't there.
3: know, but you
1: know what I mean. No, no I think they no. were just booing Taboo. To her. boo. Well, and Why he, would you boo her? Because yesterday, because. Uh, her photos of her bleached eyebrows and her big, you know, shiny hiney, once again, hanging out of a pair of chaps for her interview, Dropped and maybe people saw that as they were parking their cars, you know, or something. And they were like, damn it, you're Kim.
3: so funny. Is that why you're parking making their cars sense? in
1: front of a magazine no. rack? You know, no, I was on the, the red, phone. The no, red those red. photos were released and she bleached her eyebrows. This was I mean, it's a long it's, time ago. Yeah, yeah, well, it came out again. And uh, I don't know why people think people look good in bleached <laughs> eyebrows. It's not good. No,
2: not a good look. Not a good have look. We,
1: have we said that enough? Yeah. But, okay, so being booed is not a huge compliment.
2: Nope. That was definitely a, I think it's just because it was like a weird crowd. Like, you're at a football game. The people that are at a football game aren't going to be watching the Kardashians. And they're like, what the hell are you putting her up on the screen for? Sean Bradley Cooper.
3: Just a little thing tonight. If you like Magic Johnson, he's going to be on with Jimmy Kimmel. Love Magic. Cool. I'm Colin Farrell. and Stephen Colbert. You love it. Amos Lee on James Corden. Plinger. Monday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs. My mom's boyfriend,
2: Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. That's
3: right. Host, the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, that's everyone right. have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off oh, you go.